0: welcome to go pro a podcast dedicated to giving athletes the tools to transition transform and achieve their greater purpose in life get ready to go pro hey y'all welcome back to the go pro podcast this is part two of a series where we are highlighting the often Overlooked relationship between the questions that we ask and the decisions that we make. If you haven't listened to part one, I would suggest you pause this and go back and check it out because it's a perfect segue into part two where we are honored to have our first guest of season two. Now, our guest is someone who specializes in changing the lives of high school student athletes through a program called Ideals, which I personally was fortunate enough to be a part of a couple centuries ago. I'm old and washed up, (laughs) but that program was second to none, and it literally gave me the roadmap for a life of purpose and integrity. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome to the GoPro podcast, Jack Williams.
1: Thanks, Nate, for having me on.
0: It is so great to reconnect with you on this stage after almost, what, seven, eight years? Uh, that's about right it's uh it's crazy how life works, and for those who don't know, Jack also played quarterback for Georgia Tech and in addition went on to coach for several years before he went on to start the Ideals program, so it wouldn't be far fetched to say you've been around student athletes of all ages for your entire life.
1: Nate, I'm a former athlete that's getting more former every day. <laughs> Uh, but yes, I, I have been both as a player, as a coach, then uh, while I was in business starting the Ideals Foundation 28 years ago, uh, I've stayed in touch with high school student athletes and then stayed in touch with them as they went to college and, and thereafter.
0: That's awesome, and and I'll just kind of throw out there, you inspired me to start the GoPro podcast to uh, just reach back and, and see if I can help out those who went through a similar struggle as me. So just kudos to you for stepping into that leadership role and changing lives.
1: Well, thanks for taking that initiative. It's it's uh, needed and we need to con- continue carrying the torch. Definitely.
0: So now let's get into the nitty gritty, man. You, you uh, have this book out now called The Question, A Guide to Answering Life's Most Important Questions. And I'm personally not a big reader, but I finished this book in like a week. So if you haven't gotten to get the question and, and read through it, it's on Amazon right now, isn't it?
1: That's correct. Just search Amazon and put Jack Williams in and it'll pop up.
0: Yeah. And, and I just like to add it's insightful, it's practical, it's interactive. So um, I just want to give you the opportunity to, to tell us all what was the inspiration behind the question.
1: Well, Nate, as as you well know, the the basis foundation of our program is what I call creating your personal I believe list. And it's an exercise that I did 28 years ago. I was jogging and I was listening to a tape, that's how long ago it was, about principles. And I knew what principles meant, but I looked it up and it's, you know, it's a standards, it's a code of conduct. I said, it was kind of what you believe in. And so uh, I realized that I had not put in writing, um, you know, a concise list of what Jack Williams really believed in. So I started 28 years ago with just a notebook sheet of paper and an ink pen. I started writing sentences that began with the two words, I believe, and whatever came to my mind mind about uh, different areas of my life that I, you know, felt strong enough to have a belief statement on. And uh, I kept that with me for about four or five weeks and ended up with roughly 68 items on my I believe lists and again it covered all areas of my life and for the next 11 years Monday through Friday before going to work I would read that every morning as a reminder All right big boy this is what you said is important now your actions going to support your beliefs and it was a work in progress I was certainly not hitting on all cylinders after 11 years I switched from doing it every day to starting each week on Monday with it so I read it again on Monday and I'm also on my 10th edition now it's obviously on the I do it on the computer, but I'm on my 10th edition as certain things have changed. So uh, that has been a a game changer in my life and it's kind of the genesis of everything that I do. So when the pandemic hit and we weren't able to be interacting with schools, I said you know what if I wanted to do that I haven't always said I didn't have time and that was to write a book and I actually had started another book actually. I said well I, I got time now so uh, the I believe thing just was on my heart, and so uh, that's, that was the purpose. Uh, it's a short read. It's got a lot of stories in there for athletes. There's a lot of uh, sports stories in there, but it also challenges in, uh, in terms of what do you really believe, and uh, one of the areas that we talk about in there is decision-making, which is appropriate for you know what Nate is talking about in this particular session.
0: Yeah, that's that's amazing. Just that level of commitment. You said you read it every day at one point, and sixty-eight items. I, I can't imagine that was an easy task. Well, well, give us an example. What would be a I believe statement that um that you kind of pride yourself on?
1: Well, but I believe I'm not going to be judged by the situations or conditions that I find myself in, but rather how I respond to them. You know, you and yeah. I sometimes we create the situations we find ourselves in, and shame on us. And other times things just happen, and sometimes other people create the situations. Uh, so we can either have a pity party or play the blame game, which everybody likes to do now, uh, or we can say, I'm going to be responsible for my, um, my own actions. And one of my other favorite ones that I learned kind of the hard way was I believe in not comparing myself to others uh, or other people's definition of success, um, because if you and I don't define what success means for us then we have no choice but to try to live up to other people's definition and that can be very frustrating and uh, it doesn't we're not I'm not judgmental of how someone defines success but I learned that a hard way I, I, several years back I, I, we had some extra money and I wanted to buy a car that was going to last a long time and uh, took my wife out and convinced ourselves we needed a Mercedes and so we paid cash for it and And it was a great car. Um, About three years after we had it I realized that I didn't buy that car because it was going to be a great car and last a long time. I bought it because I had not defined what success meant to Jack. I had been drawn into the definition that other people had of success and Mercedes you know is is wealth and success and image and all of that and I told my wife that uh, you know we're going to drive this car to the wheels drop off but uh, after it does I'm going to go the exact opposite so now I'm driving a Kia Optima that doesn't even have, doesn't even have automatic seats. I was going to say you paid for a Mercedes in cash. You must have been doing pretty all right for yourself back then. I was uh, at that time, but I'm not sure that was the best use of the money, but uh, uh, it was a great car and I loved having it, but but I realized that that that's when I created that I believe statement because I realized I had not defined success and now my definition of success is to be a positive influence in the lives of others. And that's how I judge, you know, whether I'm making any progress or not.
0: Yeah, I love that. So just dipping back into the history of Jack and all the many athletes, coaches, situations you've been put in. Is there anyone that that stands out where you say to yourself, man, I wish this individual was able to read my book, The Question? Um And it would have saved them from maybe a detrimental decision that that altered their entire life
1: well there's a there's a story in the book uh about a a young man that i was recruiting when i was coaching at georgia tech from virginia That was a phenomenal athlete and phenomenal student and a phenomenal leader and um back then you could have unlimited visits and um, he was literally being recruited by Southern Cal, UCLA, all the way over to the East Coast by all the teams. He, he would have been a five-star plus. And I thought I had a pretty good chance. We, we developed a pretty good relationship. And one day I was talking to him, and he said, Coach, uh, uh, let's get down to business, which didn't sound right. And uh, I said, What's that? He said, It's $8,000. Are you in or are you out? Oh, wow. Well, I, I kind of knew what he was talking about, but I tried to play dumb, and I said, well, I don't understand, what's, what's the 8,000 get me? He said, well, it puts you in the quarterfinals to keep recruiting me. Well, I, I knew I wasn't gonna play that game, and so I tried to tell him a story that, that would you know indi- indicate that he was making a bad decision, and I thought it was a great story, and uh, after I told it, I was feeling really good, and he said, so you're out, huh? And I said, yeah, I'm out. Well, he later signed with the Big Ten team, he was a great player, uh, was Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year, number one draft pick in the NFL. And uh, that was way back in 1973, I think, when I was recruiting him, way back. And in, 19, yeah. in 1987, in the Atlanta Journal, there was an article that former, I won't mention his name, former uh, player uh, from the Dallas Cowboy uh, has committed suicide. He had been a suspect in 2 7-Eleven robberies the night before to support his drug habit. And um, he was a guy that was a great leader. Uh, I think he was, may have been class president or vice president, captain of his team, great personality, great student. And uh, he made a bad decision. He, he, He was on a highway that was going to take him anywhere he wanted to go, and he took an exit ramp. And when he took that exit ramp, he never got back on that highway again and destroyed his life.
0: That is an unfortunate story, um, but I, I feel like it will definitely resonate with a lot of people. And that first foundational decision that you make can can lead to to one uh, that that doesn't end well if if you're not careful. And so that was kind of the purpose of these two episodes: is asking the right questions to to get us on the right track. And so I want to ask you, um, which which I believe statement do you struggle with the most?
1: Well, now you're getting into dirty laundry. Um, I I don't know that there's one particularly. Um, I think that, you know, if we're honest with each other, uh, we all struggle with ego um, to some extent. Uh, I've been humbled a few times uh, in the last 10 or 15 years that that helped me with that. But, uh, you know, I think that's something that, you know, there's nothing wrong with having ego, but as long as it doesn't drive your decision making. and you know, when we talk, I made a list of 20 uh, something questions that uh, I use in the decision making process because I, 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 what I basically said, I don't want to have to reinvent the wheel every time I have to make a decision. So, what are some general questions that would apply to most types of decisions that I could go ahead and think about ahead of time so that when a decision came up, I just pull my list out and start going through it and let that be the process to kind of guide me to hopefully a better well thought through uh, decision and the very first question that I always look to is you know what I believe statements relate to this issue. So is this a decision that relates to something that's on my I believe list because if it is I've already said what I should do. I've already made that decision while while I wasn't under the gun. So uh, that's something I would recommend to people and and in the book we've got a list of the questions that I use and, and they're pretty, in fact, I'm meeting with someone uh, or tonight. Uh, they've got a decision that they're dealing with a family member, and we're going to kind of go through this list with them. Uh, so I'd really encourage you to, to sit down and make up what you think would be some good questions that would apply to most types of uh, situations, and you're welcome obviously to use the ones in the book. It's a great, it's a great exercise to go through.
0: That's a perfect segue into my next question. So, in the first episode that we launched last week, I gave um, our listeners three questions to uh, use whenever they're making a tough decision. Uh, number one, am I being honest with myself really? Am I truly, um, you know, being honest and upfront with myself? The que- second question was, is there any tension? that deserves my attention? Is there a feeling of uneasiness about this that I can't quite put into words, but it just doesn't feel right? And then question number three was, is this the wise thing to do? And nine times out of 10, we know <laughs> the wise answer in the situation before we even ask that question, but it's the extra few seconds that we spend that allows you know our mind to entertain other options. And so I want to give you the opportunity to add to this list and give us a fourth question, maybe on your I believe list or one that's just stuck out in your entire life for our listeners.
1: Well, I'm going to give you two quick ones instead of one. One that we tend to forget is who might be affected by this decision and how. A lot of times our decisions affect more than us. And the other one is how might this decision affect my brand because you, know, you and I have a brand, just like companies do, and that brand is what people think of when they see us or hear our name. And that's based on our values, that's based on how we define success, that's, valued on, on, that's based on how our, you know, the quality of our decisions. So our brand is a brand that we control, good or bad. And so I'm, I'm conscious of, of protecting my brand, and so I, that's one of the questions I ask is, how could this decision affect my brand?
0: I'll definitely add those two to my list because that even has me thinking about some decisions that I'll be faced with as soon as we drop this call where I probably need to apply those two questions. Well, as we close, I have two questions for yourself that are uh, unique. They're probably two questions that you haven't heard before, so uh, prepare yourself. So question number one, what do you hope that I don't ask about you? (laughs) (laughs) it's a tricky one i told you
1: well one of them i went through a divorce and um, the divorce was on me and it was before i had come up with this concept of i believe list and what have you and it was one of the drivers to do so because i'd made some bad decisions so uh it's fortunately that it it, would the relationship is fantastic with with my ex-wife and and uh, my kids obviously been fine with everything and I've remarried and everything's worked out. But, uh, you know, that's something I regret. So That's one. Uh, I'm very transparent. You know me, Nate. I don't hold much back. Yeah. <laughs> Next one was, was tell me how good my hair looks, I guess. <laughs> since, I have a, since I have a very wide part in the middle of my hair. Yeah, you've been
0: rocking that look since we first met, probably <laughs> seven years ago. But it works for you. You've been able to pull it off. <laughs> well, cool. Second question, and this one's a little bit less abrasive, is what do your recent thoughts and actions reveal about your heart?
1: Well, you know, faith is really important to me. And uh, and it, it has, you know, continued to grow. And, you know, the more I when I'm thinking about things, you know, I'm I'm beginning to say, you know, how is this in line with my faith? And it, it, if it's line with your heart, if your heart and your faith are aligned, you're not gonna go too far off the beaten path, or if you do, at least you're gonna get back pretty quickly. And so, you know, I, I try to align everything I do with with my, my faith and my brand, and, and part of my brand is my faith.
0: That's awesome. Um, well, I appreciate you stepping out and, and being vulnerable and transparent with us today. And as we close, if you're wondering, what can you do differently to improve your decision-making process? The answer is to start with asking the right question. And so I wanna thank you, Jack, again, for providing us with new perspective on how to approach the decisions in our lives. Um, I just wanna give you the floor for any um, last remarks or or any closing statements that you might have.
1: Well, uh... I would, uh, I just applaud what you're doing, and I'd also uh, encourage people, you know, learn from your mistakes, but don't dwell on them. Everybody's gonna make mistakes. I say learn from my past, but don't dwell on them, and um, just recover quickly, Uh, fail quickly, on on what you're doing but don't be hesitant to to take your steps out there and i i want to encourage you to to get the book uh this is not a money grab you don't i'll assure you you don't make money off these kind of books but it's a it's a great message it's an easy read and i think it would be appropriate it's appropriate for any ages we've got teenagers reading it and we've got people my age reading it but i think the 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 younger you are the more helpful it would be to you
0: yeah yeah and and what i love most about the book is you lay everything out verbatim, word for word. This was the problem that you faced. This is how you got around it. And then you ask the uh, the reader the question of how does this apply to your life? So very straightforward. It's an easy read, but, but very impactful. So um, thank you again, Jack, for being with us. This has been another episode of GoPro. I am your host as always, Nate Brown. Until next time, take care.
1: Thanks for listening to the GoPro podcast with your host, Nate Brown. Feel free to leave a review and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify.